the fact of the matter is if 104 million people are diabetic the nation is facing catastrophe we eat wrong we drink wrong and drugs are not the answer i mean by drugs i mean medicine <laughs> i thought you meant some <laughs> no 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 i'm kidding <laughs> i smoked weed because of that but my god weed is dangerous that impressionable age everyone's looking at your role models are chris gale and visualizing Kapil. chris gale going yeah man and kamla pasand but of course the coup d'etat was uh, james bond pierce brosnan he was roped into this kamla pasand uh, really act. yes and it was in kanpur all the billboards and everyone said my god james bond is having this <laughs> and later it turned out that they kind of tricked him they said sir this is some mint some mint product and all that very i mean a year later it came out so james bond did not know <laughs> that this is gutka but was brilliant the guy who managed it salute to you everyone knows dr anand aganathan as one of the country's leading political commentators this one is not a political conversation at all it's a conversation centered around his career as a chemistry expert as a scientist as a human being he spoke about everything from the future of genetic engineering to his experience dealing with a massive heart attack it's a very different anand ranganathan avatar that you'll see on this particular episode we'll be back with political conversations later this time just get to know dr anand ranganathan the professional scientist non political <laughs> conversation with the emperor of political conversations <laughs> but also the emperor of i want to say chemistry but it's not chemistry <laughs> uh i don't know how many people know about your scientific side anand ranganathan sir <laughs> not many but i think i'd like to keep it that way it's why a, it's a it's something that's very specialized you know so i um, in fact even on my twitter bio i don't say that i'm a scientist and things of that sort because it's it's something that is serious it's something that is very dear to me it's almost like it's been passed on because mm. uh, uh my parents were both scientists so it's it's something that's very special after your phd in chemistry biochemistry biochemistry yes. you switched and went into biotech uh well I, my yeah the, so job was in an institute of biotechnology but again as i said most of these things are so uh Interlinked. intertwined and you know so biology chemistry biotechnology bioengineering okay it's all the same thing let's start with a spicy question and then yes. we can break down what biotech is also yes uh was covid-19 a bioweapon uh, uh no 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 it wasn't no it wasn't it obviously could be used as a bioweapon uh it leaked from a lab this much is certain whether it was man made or whether it was made through nature i have my doubts on whether it was man made but having said that there are uh, nobel laureates who know much more than i do uh, baltimore is one who you know who called the preponderance of two amino acids side by side as having the smoking gun that this was made covid this covid strain was made in the lab mm. um 
I personally don't believe that to be true as yet, but certainly it escaped from the Wuhan lab, no doubt about it. Okay. Now, if it escapes, was it allowed to escape or was it an accident? Hmm. If it was allowed to escape, then certainly it's a bioweapon. Hmm. But if it escaped accidentally, uh, then also what followed was definitely intentional because for the after it escaped, for the next one and a half months, China did not put any restrictions whatsoever. So millions of people used the Wuhan airport or other airports. There were no restrictions. And by that, China allowed the virus to spread. Mm. You know, So was that the thinking? Was that bioweapon or not? You know, that's always debatable, right? But knowing China, you can't put anything past them. I can think you? you answered this bioweapon question based on chemistry. Yes. And biology. Yes. But uh, then emotionally speaking, yeah. you answered the question in another way. Yeah, Human. I, mean, I, I mean, for example, as, as I like to say that uh, theorists have to be right every time and conspiracy theorists has to be right only once. <laughs> you know, like okay. this, the, the police have to be successful every time, the terrorist only once. So like that. So the conspiracy theory is that China let it leak deliberately. Hmm which is just so awful because not only did so many Chinese die, but it wrecked the world economy. Directly and indirectly, millions died. What did this whole COVID-19 phase do for your job? In terms of your subject, biotechnology. Right. I, I'm sure there have been some advancements or some learnings from yes. a pandemic. Yes. Yeah. In fact, to be honest with you, I did not know uh, very much about this field, virology especially COVID and this virus, this kind of virus. But I have to also say this, that with my very close collaborator, Professor Shailja Singh and Professor Govardhan Das, especially with Professor Shailja Singh, we decided that, look, doctors who are just doctors, they might be gynecologists, they might be um, uh, orthopedics, they might be, uh, uh, you know, for children, for everything. They have come together and they are helping Indians, you know, they've come together for a cause. So even though we are not virologists, you know, I'm uh, by training a chemist, now a biologist and Shailja is a parasitologist and a biologist. Can we get into this field? It mm. was almost like a challenge. Mm. So without knowing much about this field, we got into this field of COVID trying to discover something. And I'm very happy to say that we've managed to unearth discover a molecule that is more potent than remdesivir and we've kind of sent it off for publication so yeah i mean that quote unquote good thing came out of this that we learned a lot about virology about covid and we decided that uh, personally it was very pleasing that if a scientist wants to go into an area which he knows nothing about he can still there is always time to learn you know so that was something that good something good came out you of said that. you discovered a molecule Yes. That's what your job entails, going into the molecular world and yes. changing things and figuring new yes. chemicals? Yes, yes. At, at one level, yes. So my laboratory is involved in uh, what is called directed evolution, which is that although evolution uh, takes millions of years, sometimes a billion years, but uh, through uh, great technologies pioneered by error-prone PCR, as well as, uh, uh, you know, uh, William Stemmer's sexual PCR. Uh, basically, you can speed up evolution. By that, I mean that, let me give you an example. So you have a bacteria that, let us say, will die if you were to 
administer two micrograms of penicillin because penicillin is an antibiotic. You give that thing to uh, the bacteria and the bacteria dies. Then what happens is there are through, uh, uh, through the natural course of evolution, bacteria have developed resistance to every known drug that includes penicillin. In fact, five years after the public administration of penicillin, there were strains that were resistant to penicillin. So when they unearthed, when they dug deeper into these strains, they found out that there was a gene that was producing a protein, an enzyme that was killing penicillin. That gene is called TEM1 or beta-lactamase because penicillins are beta-lactams. So it was destroying this beta-lactam. It's called beta-lactamase. So this bacteria that dies with 2 microgram of penicillin, if you insert this gene in that bacteria through a plasmid, it can withstand 2 micrograms of penicillin because the penicillin goes inside the bacteria, the bacteria is making this enzyme and it breaks down this penicillin. But if you were to increase the concentration to let's say 20 micrograms of penicillin, bacteria will die because mm. penicillin is just too much that even that enzyme will not be able to you know, kill that thing. There is a technique as I said, uh, William Stemmer introduced this called sexual PCR, that you, you break down this gene, you reassemble it, you induce mutations in this beta-lactamase gene. And within an hour, you create, you can create, and he created a bacteria that was able to withstand one million times the concentration of penicillin. You're basically improving the immunity of that bacteria. And I'm yes. assuming for the human side of things, you're basically working towards improving long-term human immunity in multiple ways. Right. So basically what it told you was the A, it demonstrated evolution for you. Okay. Because the it is accumulation of helpful mutations. Mm. Except that what took a billion years took one hour. Right? Through science. Through science. Okay. Okay. So what we are trying to do is we are trying to, using directed evolution, come up with various permutations and combinations of small peptides or molecules that would act like drugs. And the difference that we've done is that instead of targeting the pathogens proteins, because we know what happens when you target a bacteria or a virus's proteins very quickly because of the virtue of their quick reproductive cycle, they develop resistance to it. We are targeting human proteins that help the bacteria gain infection mm. and invasion. Mm. So you see, because all these entities, life forms have lived in symbiosis, right? So uh, tuberculosis, it is impossible for tuberculosis or viruses to survive without human hosts. Mm. So there are human proteins that help these viruses and bacteria. Okay. So if we target those, the bacteria will not be able to change those human proteins to develop resistance. Mm. That's the idea. What does this mean for the college student listening to this? <laughs> what it means is that uh, humans have been friends of bacteria and viruses. Please don't hate viruses and bacteria, even though COVID has made you hate them. Please remember that 10% of human genome is actually viral genome. Mm. You know this, 10%. Mm. I think you, I understand what you mean, scientifically yeah. speaking. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's basically, it means that our ancestors who fell ill because of viruses, eventually those viruses just combined with yes, our genome. And we have able, we have been able to survive a lot of infections because of our 
interaction with these pathogens okay so we've gotten stronger as evolution yes. went forward but now yes. evolution meets science so how yes. they go like oh neuralink is a chip you insert in your brain and then you become half man half machine you're saying that there's chemistry versions of it but you can actually alter your genes yes which is why i'm going to ask you a little bit about crispr yes explain yes. crispr because i think that this is the part of the podcast where college students really stand up and listen <laughs> uh so from basics explain crispr and is i'm assuming it's related to what you've spoken to yes in fact i am quite proud of this that i think one of the first general articles on crispr was written by me in okay. 2012 if i am not mistaken kya hota crispr sir crispr cas is a mechanism uh by which you can actually do gene therapy you can cut and paste you can remove things from any gene and you can add things it has gone to a level which is called gene drive technology um whereby you can actually what people have done is they have uh uh genetically engineered the female mosquito to not lay eggs mm it's very scary in fact crispr cas9 there has been a lot of debate whether this should be allowed whether human embryos should be allowed to be uh, uh, you know whether this technology should be allowed to be used on human embryos uh, but at least as of now uh, people scientists there is a consensus that we should allow this technology to prosper so what i believe looking forward ahead because actually when you said it's a very interesting thought a uh, very interesting way you put it as scientists you said you look at future science is future any discovery or invention is forward looking mm. very rarely do you find i mean of course if you look at uh, you know uh, uh, for example science that involves also archaeology or you looking at trying to answer questions that happened previously in biology i'm talking about of course big bang when you're looking at you're not looking at the future you're looking at the past but for example did saraswati exist mm. you know this so called mythical river so you need scientific tools to prove that and people have shown that incredibly that yes it was actually a glacial fed river it was not a monsoon river so but that's of course going into the past but in the domain of biology drug discovery and also that's looking for the future so crispr would actually cure cancer completely i am of the view in the next 15 years malaria would not exist in the next 20 years tuberculosis would not ex- actually not exist so till now if i am not mistaken the one of the very few diseases that only exist in a while is smallpox completely it doesn't exist anywhere else so completely cured humanity was completely polio they thought we have cured it there is no polio anymore but few segments of population came out where the population was not vaccinated properly i think in nigeria in pakistan where polio still exists but very quickly if you you know if the governments have that thrust then you can eradicate polio but very few diseases have been eradicated but crispr cas9 has because the gene therapy potential cutting and pasting of things it will cure these diseases okay. I'll tell you what my challenge with the science podcasts are. Right. As a nerd, I enjoy the shit out of it. <laughs> yes. um, science background, everything, etc. Yes. As a podcaster, I have to constantly take it of into course. science fiction domains yes. because that's what grips the masses. So that's why my line of questioning is going to be very science fiction oriented. So, uh, okay, correct me if I'm wrong. 
but basically within every cell of your body yes. exists a dna strand yes. within the mitochondria if i'm not mistaken the inside the nucleus inside the, i'm sorry yes inside the nucleus exists the dna strand yes uh that dna strand has all the information about you yes. how long your nose would be Absolutely. how your eyes would look what yes. texture your hair is your skin color etc and many things related to how your thought process is also yeah, possible uh, related to your immunity yes. etc now you are the combination of your two parents yes four grandparents mm-hmm. uh more great grandparents yes and nine generations back yes. 81 people roughly yes 81 people have combined to make you so mm-hmm. you're a combination of a lot of genes yeah. and now human beings and science have reached a point where you take that dna strand and you alter it so mm-hmm. if you want a really good looking baby you can make it if you want a really healthy baby that never falls ill yeah. you can make it yeah. why is this a bad thing why is there even a debate that this is a bad thing okay so there are two ways to answer it sure number 1 ye sab aapne kiya uske baad result kya aayega that is the question mm. and it is too too quick too soon in terms of uh, scientific timeline to be able to trust crispr cas 100% okay and i'll tell you why i think 3 uh, or 4 years ago Uh, there was a paper in nature communications that talked about a lot of offsite offsite matlab so you expect crispr cas9 to act where you want it to act offsite means it is not only acted there it's acted a few other places on the human genome you never want that one right? second the yeah. way crispr works is yeah. your dna strand is a series of bits of information yes and crispr gnc CRISPR has the ability to go in that DNA strand. Yes. Cut things through Correct. chemicals. Yes. Like imagine a scissor, but chemically Absolute. made. Absolutely. It is like a scissors. Yes. And also imagine cello tape, chemically made, and it's it has an ability to put things in its in that place Absolutely. also. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. But you're saying when you cut off a particular part of it. Yes. Uh, maybe you want your kid to be really tall. Hmm. So you cut off the short gene. You put a tall gene there, but you don't know what the effect of the tall gene will be on his liver. That will come later. of course that is there what i'm saying is the process itself the uh, you know how you identify where your crispr cas9 must go and bind it can bind to five or 10 other places okay so it might insert itself or cut a gene that you never intended to be removed right so for example just to give you one example which is a horrid frankenstein kind of thing you wanted a long nose Yes, your CRISPR Cas9 has gone there and has altered so that gene, but it has also gone and bound to a place that gave you an eye. But I'll tell you, a lot of things are happening in animals which are quite scary to an on because they have a profound sociological society effect. Ours and also a lot of societies are besotted with skin color. Now there are two genes that are responsible for giving the color that we have, right? they are to do with melanin degradation and production and all that and when man left man or woman left africa and went to cooler climes and those there were mutations in those genes uh crispr cas9 has actually rendered brown mice white hasn't turned them into ferongs yes so the human angle on this is is phenomenal tomorrow you know you would want crispr cas9 and uh, you know why do you think the largest selling creams in our country are skin whitening creams mm. we have this morbid fascination mm. with i mean i don't want to take any names but you look at kajol's first film and you look at kajol's last film you can't mm. you can barely make out if it's kajol 
सो आई डोंट नो हाउ दैट हैपन यू नो कंप्यूटर ग्राफिक्स तो नहीं किया होगा बट द फैक्ट ऑफ द मैटर इज क्रीम कैन डू वन थिंग जेनेटिकली इज लाइक यू हंड्रेड परसेंट योर स्किन कलर इज वाइट एज एन विल फुल्ली ग्रोन अडल्ट बी एबल टू यूज क्रिस्पर टेक्नोलॉजी येस येस so uh, the point is if it is in your progenitor cells i mean stem cells or some things of that sort then every cell is going to be producing that so not only would your babies come out to be white every generation would come out to be white mm. but the problem is then you would say well uh, what kind of shade of white do i want a i mean i'm of course it is morally repugnant but i'm saying that you are in a marketplace यू नो यू गोइंग टू डिमाइंड कि मुझे ये थोड़ा पेलर वाइट चाहिए मुझे वो एंड प्लस द ऑफ साइट इफेक्ट्स आर कुड बी डेबिलिटेटिंग आई गेव यू द एग्जाम्पल ऑफ यू नो योर आई कुड बी लॉस्ट योर एंड दीज आर द काइंड ऑफ एक्सपेरिमेंट्स दैट पीपल वर डूइंग ऑन फ्रूट फ्लाई ड्रॉसोफिला जेनेटिस डेवलपमेंटल सो दिस इज इन टू द डोमेन ऑफ डेवलपमेंटल बायोलॉजी एज दे कॉल इट एंड पीपल वो रूटीनली रूटीनली डिस्कवर दैट इफ यू वर टू टिंकर विद सम जीन्स ऑफ ड्रॉसोफिला यू वुड गेट फोर विंग्स you would get 10 legs you would because remember and this is so utterly fascinating we biologists were made to think that you have one gene and you have one product of that gene so if you have 5000 genes in your cell you would have 5000 proteins because that is how it works you have the gene dna from dna you get rna and from rna you get that protein so mm. people thought if you had gene x you would get protein x then they found out this concept called alternate splicing that is how the rna that is made is spliced to give you the protein i mean very roughly speaking they found one gene in drosophila one gene that gives rise to 38000 proteins mm and alternate splicing happens in human cells as well so when i say humans have 23000 genes it actually doesn't mean we have 23000 proteins we could have a million proteins mm okay uh to explain this very simply yeah. i'd once spoken to a guy who was very fascinated with biohacking yeah. correct me if i'm wrong mm-hmm. but this alternate splicing yes. does it also imply that i think the gene linked to aids was also linked to how much muscle mass you can put on or something like that so uh, basically I, if you okay. make someone immune of aids right. they'll become like a bodybuilder also quite possible so the, the if i'm not because i'm not in that field but i think they were cxx5 receptors uh that were important for the uh, for the aids virus or the hiv to latch on to the thing so if the human cell did not have those receptors the virus will not be able to enter those things mm. then they found out a few peop- few humans in africa who naturally did not have that cxx5 gene they had deletion of that mm. so they could not get aids mm. but you're right when they found out at their physical phenotype phenotype of that they had that same problem like yeah. the muscle or yeah. musculature was because most of the these you, uh, most of these proteins moonlight by that i mean they are used for five or six functions gotcha you know so you might inactivate a uh, uh, a protein thinking that this is the function that now will not happen but the other four useful functions also may not happen mm. you know which is why crispr is a technology that's still being developed i'm yes, assuming absolutely and when this paper came out that talked about the offsite repercussions of crispr crispr the uh, the company uh, that was actually based on crispr i think it lost 90 90% of its stock value wow so markets are ruthless ruthless fascinating thing that has happened and uh, when you're talking about uh, you know future and science 
we haven't even realized that we are as a population uh stronger fitter increased lifespan but then we are more prone to diseases uh, you mean in india 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 okay so uh there's a wonderful um series of pie charts that were made about the the type of diseases indians were having and uh post before liberalization of 191 and now so there is a pie chart of 1991 and there's a pie chart of 2020 right and the difference could not be starker so before we were liberalized before uh, you know we were wealthier and uh, we had more money and we could go to more hospitals and more cure ourselves 70% of the diseases that affected indians were communicable diseases like tuberculosis as in the transmission one human to another yes okay. you know poor society you don't have uh, uh, you know so you you prone to a lot of diarrhea a lot of communicable diseases through water airborne whatever infections 30% were lifestyle or non communicable diseases heart attack obesity diabetes 30 years after liberalization of us getting richer 70 it's just completely flipped mm 70% of our disease uh, the diseases that affect indians are actually non communicable diseases mm. so when we think of science has to cure malaria tuber are bhai uski bhi itni problem nahi hai mm. we have to cure cancer we have to cure heart ailment we are because we are getting fitter we getting more obese we are eating all sorts of junk food we you know aaj hi report hai today's report that 100, 104 million indians are diabetic there's a lancet paper that's come out they did a survey from 2008 to 2018 and they've actually done a survey of uh, 104000 uh, so one more than a lakh indians rural and urban split population and 100 uh, 104 million are diabetic 150 million indians are pre diabetic this is catastrophe do you think it's also like a lack of knowledge like correct knowledge like you you'll see like so i see a lot of older indians thinking that they know everything about diets and food yes but i'm also a certified fitness professional because right. of the start of my career yeah. and they have a lot of wrong ideas then i get to meet people like yourself health coaches a lot of the stuff that those guys are saying are not being followed by uh, uncles and aunties no no but i mean i am not the let me clarify this mai khud hi maine life mein apni aaj tak एक्सरसाइज नहीं करी थी आई हैव बीन फोर्स टू एक्सरसाइज फॉर रीजंस दैट आई हैड अ यू नो अ प्रॉब्लम अ हार्ट अटैक बट बिफोर दैट आई नेवर एज आई सेड आई एम नॉट अ बियर पर्सन आई एम नॉट अ बाइसेप्स पर्सन बट द फैक्ट ऑफ द मैटर इज इफ 104 मिलियन पीपल आर डायबिटिक द नेशन इज फेसिंग कैटेस्ट्रोफी एंड दिस इज नॉट आपका मतलब न्यूज़पेपर में आर्टिकल लैंसेट में पेपर है 15 साल की रिसर्च है and the person who's done a research dr mohan is a very established diabetologist we have to look into this yeah. you know with people my age generally and i'm also talking about tier 2 and tier 3 okay yeah. because i've gone there and seen things on the ground it's really looked down upon to not take care of your health now really yeah that's good that's a great uh, this which, thing which is not the case even like 5 10 years ago yes uh with young india more so hmm. it's really looked down upon if you're like not in shape yeah so i think it's like a compass about where india yes. is going 
Plus, I think that's good. I mean, exercising is is good. You you kind of uh, uh, you know you you generally through you, throughout your life by virtue of our lifestyle, we violate our bodies. Mm. You know, we sleep uh, you know uh, less. We sleep wrong. We eat wrong. We drink wrong. So uh, something has to be done. Okay. And drugs are not the answer. I mean, yeah. by drugs I mean medicine. Bit of an intrusive question. Of course. What did the heart attack feel like? Uh well it was uh, I had said my goodbyes you know I had said goodbye to my wife uh, I struggled for about uh, half an hour uh, I didn't know what that pain was uh, in fact to an extent that um, I was smoking during the heart attack <laughs> <laughs> so it all started it was during the in fact it was ebbing of the delta wave so okay. everything was shut down and the hospitals were catering to uh, covid patients and uh, delta wave as you know was horrendous absolutely horrendous so many people we know died during that and uh, it was during that that i had the the heart attack what does it feel like when it first starts happening so the pain is absolutely intense nothing like i had felt ever before um and it's like somebody is sitting on your chest and crushing you it's throbbing pain and it's not uh, how shall i put it it's not as a physical injury it's like i don't know where it's coming from it's like from the depths of your body god knows where so i thought what the hell is going on and i i had a smoke it didn't go away uh, then i lay down i had a bath during the heart attack i said this is so weird i i couldn't explain it and then when i started vomiting then i realized this is something absolutely serious so then i immediately drove to the hospital uh and uh, my wife was next to me and uh, then i knew something is serious that is happening and 100 meters before i reached the hospital i lost uh, all sensation of my limbs really so uh, it was like they they were on the steering wheel <laughs> you were driving yeah i was driving yeah my wife uh, claims she knows how to drive she has a driver's license she not supposed to say this but uh, if she was driving then i would have not died of heart attack but through an accident so i think it was good that i drove <laughs> sorry no but then uh, luckily the car was automatic so somehow we reached there and when we reached there uh, the the normal regular emergency of the hospital was converted into covid emergency so we had to find where the other emergency is um the cafeteria had been converted into an emergency room for the normal non covid patients so then they immediately gave me uh, a medicine that was that would dilate uh, uh, you know my blood vessels and uh, i think produce nitric oxide or something i forget the name of the the thing what, what biologically what is a heart attack so uh, basically it's clogging of your artery so there are three main arteries that follow from something called ld and one of the arteries is lad and this turned out to be 100% blockage of the lad basically over time because of over lifestyle over time food, because whatever. of yeah i mean the food intake smoking i was a smoker for 30 years the last cigarette i smoked was during the heart attack <laughs> so i haven't smoked for 2 years poetic <laughs> <laughs> serves me right in fact it's been exactly 2 years today no okay. 20, uh, may may end 29th may was the one that would have been a little too poetic <laughs> yeah correct i'm not trying to make fun of your situation no 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 huh? this is all so i i tried to resist Uh, death to be honest with you uh, you know ki i was staying spinning someone do something is like people sitting on my thing and I, 
and uh, then after five ten minutes lying on that hospital uh, you know bed then i there was a strange eerie calm that descended on me because i said i i have fought whatever i could this is not going to end eerie calm yeah because i i mean it, the pain wasn't going away and uh, there's only so much you can read then you know flutter and kind of do things and i said goodbye like you submitted to the pain yes i submitted and then the next thing i remember was uh, i mean of course i don't remember morphine was also given to me for the pain was uh, the doctor came and he did the angioplasty through the wrist not through the thigh and uh, what, what does that even mean bro <laughs> so <laughs> what they do is they insert uh, a balloon that breaks the plaque that has the cholesterol uh, or the deposits there and then they put a stent there a uh, kind of a physical stent there that would open that would uh, reopen that passage and they insert it from your thigh and they it, used to now they do it from the wrist and it, as in they put it in your blood stream so it goes to yes. your heart yes so they have a wire so they take it to yeah it's uh, it's pretty incredible and it was mine was supposed to be the fastest angioplasty they have done in that hospital's history i'm very thankful to one dr kachru he saved my life ranjan kachru is an incredible person um well that's how that's the thing and i had never exercised in my life before that i was smoking for 30 years uh and that was the peak of covid and all that okay so uh, that's the story and it's it's a huge lesson you know you asked me earlier that um, what's the secret of your you saying whatever you want to say i have always been of that disposition um but now it's just i don't give a damn i saw i mean i once you say your goodbyes every day is a blessing i've had a lot of soldiers on this show yeah. say that this exact concept yeah uh, has been spoken about but but you know i'll i'll tell you there's a difference there because uh, uh of course soldiers are uh, you know my heroes but if you uh, death by accident you still lament you know you still uh, you think oh it's unfortunate it should not happen when you die of an accident or something previously once i i nearly died of drowning i didn't know how to swim and i was in a raft and i was rafting quite foolishly and this wave came and kind of uh, turned over the raft and all that stuff and i thought i'd stop breathing you know <laughs> survived somehow but there i i wanted to live you know because i wanted to fight that because you feel it's unfortunate it shouldn't happen to you here what do you want to do you, you would you lament eating burgers and smoking for 30 years in that instant <laughs> you can't take you can't renew that life right you can't say oh look i you know i'm sorry i ate burgers and i had mysore parks and i had smoked for 30 years and this is the result please don't do this no there there is a calmness that descends on you there is a, a submission that's the word you know when you submit and then you survive then that day is every day is a blessing this whole conversation made me think about cigarettes and yes. vaping yes uh fortunately i've not had a cigarettes phase in right. life i don't know just by chance uh do you know what vaping is yes okay do I've you know that <laughs> do you know that everyone's into vaping now okay by uh, let me clarify i don't know whether it's like uh, the, the definition has changed by is e-cigarette is vaping yeah 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 uh but uh the modern day e-cigarettes are much better looking okay. much better tasting right. and uh, it gives you maybe a sharper high mm. 
there are certain brands which and you get those very easily you get these like 2000 rupee cartridges which will last you a long time so okay the jewels or yeah, yeah jewels like, yeah, yeah. Uh, i tried that i actually tried it when i was smoking the e cigarette but it was horrible because i could not regulate the amount of nicotine that was going in so it was kind of what know, does that mean so you know your body gets used to the nicotine that is there in every you know a cigarette and it's like you you can i'm comfortable i used to be comfortable smoking one cigarette but i was never a chain smoker so i would get horrible feel nausea if i smoke three cigarettes in one go mm. you know you like you taking in more nicotine than is required so e cigarette i could not regulate that so i stopped that i went back to smoking <laughs> because you keep pulling like e yeah. cigarettes and yes. you don't know where to stop yeah. yeah basically correct okay correct personally i would say logically e cigarettes would be safer than cigarettes because you're not burning anything mm. the carcinogens that are coming um are coming from the cigarette smoke uh, and the ash and the burning of it nicotine is not a carcinogen mm of course nicotine is the most addictive substance on earth so uh, you know even e-cigarettes are dangerous in that sense um also it's not clear what else is in that e-cigarette right. especially the ones that come out of china okay. no one knows specifically what's gone into making mm. it So I think yeah, that's no one knows fear. anything that comes out of China. What it is, <laughs> <laughs> except COVID. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah. uh, I think the world has. I see fewer people smoking, smoking. Uh, cigarettes generally for mm. sure. Ten years back when I was in engineering college, everyone was into it. Yes. Uh, I think people have moved on to marijuana. <laughs> 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 that's the truth. Uh, is is uh, is that a live confession you're making? On I have spoken <laughs> about it. Like this is back in college. You know, it's very embarrassing for me because I did not. I smoked marijuana to get high to see the experience, but I didn't get high. Then a couple of my friends were smoking it through that damn secondhand smoke. I got. <laughs> Yeah, but it was damn. They laugh at me. They say, "Ye to hasna shuru ho gaya isne auro ke smoke se." It's becoming very popular in really? India, and it's constantly becoming more and more popular. Yeah. Like I go to like tier two, tier three. So it's not illegal. It is illegal. No, even smoking is illegal. Cigarettes? No, marijuana. Yeah, it's illegal. Okay. It's still, I think, uh, what's it called? Category A, category okay. one. Uh, so it's categorized in the same uh, places, cocaine. I, I thought having some quantity is illegal or something like like in the West. What is the? So I saw a recent reel. You, you've seen that Pulp Fiction yeah, yeah, clip, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, the, between Travolta and uh, Samuel Jackman. So uh, wait a minute. So uh, your smoking is not illegal. Him catching you is illegal. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "That's it. I'm going to Amsterdam. <laughs> I'm going to Amsterdam." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, iconic movie. Yeah, Big, great. It was just a bunch of micro podcasts put together oh, yes. in that movie. Anyway, no, but you talk about cigarette. I so, think uh, cigarettes. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'll tell you about marijuana. Yeah, it is illegal. Even yes. if you're caught with a little bit, if you're caught smoking, it's still legal. Illegal. Right. Uh, you can be fined. I believe you got to bail yourself out. There is there is a illegal angle to it. And in saying that, bhang is getting legalized. It's already legal in MP Rajasthan. I believe UP as well because I've gone to Banaras and seen so a legal. So, bhang is marijuana. What's the the cannabis is marijuana? Is it? It's one species okay. and like imagine like different, um, right? Like Caucasian, Asian, <laughs> uh, African. Like that's the yes. that's the raw explanation. <laughs> right, but right. it's the same high same because high. the <laughs> active molecule is the same, just yeah. THC. Yeah. So when some uncle auntie get high on holy <laughs> through bhang, it's the same thing there. Kids are doing in colleges <laughs> yes. all over the country today. Correct. <laughs> Very secretly, mm. because uh, especially like. 
people born before 1980 you guys were really told that weed marijuana cannabis is a category a drug yes. so you can't have a conversation often with people from that era yeah. about this not being as harmful as coke but in saying that plus is difficult it was difficult to procure as well really yes in our time i remember i mean unless you grew it some of my friends were growing it okay. in college but it was routinely kind of spotted and then Okay. as they as the ci used to do in colombia you know you kind of burn scorch <laughs> the whole place <laughs> why are um, cigarettes addictive nicotine like what 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 is the addiction for example if you ask me about alcohol yes it kills off your inhibitions for that 4 hours 5 hours that you're drunk yeah pot maybe makes like cannabis makes you more creative it makes you think deeper but i've never understood lsd Sure. <laughs> that's you. That's not me. <laughs> uh, so you know, Beatles. I mean, the 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 phase in the '60s where everyone was on drugs. So Beatles, obviously, everyone was experimenting, and this uh, iconic song, "Lucy in the Sky yeah. with Diamonds." Lucy. Yeah. yeah. So it's LSD. Oh yeah, yeah. Lucy yeah. Sky Diamonds. Yeah. So Psychedelics were, have caught yeah, on as a culture yeah. as well, by the yes. way. Even in India, yeah. dear parents, because <laughs> we're watching Anand Ranganathan on TRS. Let me just. <laughs> slip that in <laughs> kids have done a lot more shit than you can imagine i remember the first my first cigarette i remember it was done by a rascal friend of mine very dear <laughs> abhishek and he said pee le yaar kuch nahi hoga maza aayega and it was during those uh, mandal anti mandal protests and colleges were closed and all that and we were having bananda somewhere in a dhaba sare le le ek kash ki panama ke kash ki kasam kisi cigarette mein kahan ye dam <laughs> I, if I catch that rascal, I'm gonna like smack his bottom like Tom and Jerry. This thing. That you, was 1990. Did you think of him in hospital? Uh, not in hospital, but I blame him for this. Wow, really? Yeah. Everyone no, has no, a I'm just joking. It's just trigger not. friend. Yes. Even I have my bunch of trigger. <laughs> I've been the trigger for many people in other uh, formats. Yeah. Because I never caught on to the cigarette high. Maybe because I think my mom had always drilled it See, into I, my head. I mean, in that. that age it was fashionable everyone was smoking as you said correctly said uh, and nicotine is one of the most addictive substances on earth so it's just a combination of four or five things mm. this just completely uh, it was fashionable and you seen that clint eastwood you know taking the cheroot from one ah. end of his lips to the other mm. it was also and amitabh bachchan doing this Mm. Divar me, you know. Mm. So it was all built in. Everything is uh, built into the, you know, the okay, age. like the cool factor cool made factor. you totally cool. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I smoke BD because of that, but my God, BD is dangerous. Why? It's just the high. It hits you like crazy. It's, really? Uh, a, it's much more unhealthy. There is no filter there. The tar must be like thirty-five milligram tar, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know. every that impressionable age everyone's looking at your role models are uh, you know your amitabh bachchan at that age we had it and uh, every every cinema actor was you know chewing beads from one end to the other so cut to 2023 where ronaldo's taking cold drinks and putting it on the right. side and kohli's not endorsing yes sugary things yes. but now this new thing has started where this kamla pasand uh, i think who was it chris gale and kapil dev and sunil gavaskar so they have come into these ads uh, so people criticize them i i don't know one is i am ambivalent towards it i mean do you this role model business so does it mean that if somebody is uh, you know come in an ad for something uh, that person is using that ad 
right? Or using that product or is endorsing it other than, you know, in his real life as well. It's strange. I'm visualizing Chris Gale going, yeah, man, and then Kamla Pasand. Chris Gale is an exception because if he's using that, he's a universe boss. So, you know, I mean, there would be millions following him. But I mean, Kapil Dev using that, I don't know. Or Sunil Gavaskar, I don't know. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let's talk about the... that's why Akshay Kumar also got a lot of flack for uh, Kesri. Uh, what was that? Zuba, Bolo Zuba, Kesri. Bolo Zuba, and you know this kind of Churchill salute. But funny thing is, Shah Rukh Khan and uh, Ajay Devgan never were never got the flack for this. When Akshay Kumar joined them, he so much so that he said, "All the proceeds that I get from this, I will give it away to charity." Mm. But of course, the coup d'état was uh, James Bond, Pierce Brosnan. He was roped into this Kamla Pasand. Uh, really? Ad. Yes. And it was in Kanpur, all the billboards. And everybody thought, my God, James Bond is having this. <laughs> and later it turned out that they kind of tricked him. They said, sir, this is some mint, some mint product and all that. Very, I mean, a year later it came out. So James Bond did not know <laughs> that this is Gutka, but it was brilliant. Yeah. The guy who managed it, salute to you. Gutka companies make a lot of money. Oh, it's, it's incredible. You build a product that can be yeah. addictive and you'll be rich. Yeah. But this is like truly biologically addictive. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. Let's speak about the future of humanity now. Okay. <laughs> Where are we going, sir? Uh, what's the scientist in you looking forward to? I think uh, I don't see a lot of change. I mean, of course, look, India will reach the, uh, the living standards of uh, the West. Uh, very soon, 20 years, 15, 20 years, uh, and then the Nordic, this thing, then other things would start. I mean, you see in America, the discussion now is not about uh, schools and hospitals or curing diseases. It's about woke culture. It's about who is a man, who is a woman. Just today I saw some woman, I even forget her name. She is rearing her two boys as girls, you know, and uh, there are these operations, sex change operations that they are doing on children. So those are the new new problems that will crop up in quote-unquote advanced societies. Okay. And uh, they, they hasn't it hasn't reached our shores yet because we are more concerned about survival. Mm. You know, uh, ours is a cylinder and a gas cylinder and tap water and toilet society right now. Mm. When you talk of future 20, 30 years down the line, it won't be that. What would be the repercussions of that? So, uh, what about biotech specifically? Like, what's so, happening? Yeah. So, biotech. We, I mean, human clones would be very common. Really? Yes. How far away from that? Technologically, we are uh, not more than five years away. What? Yeah. Technologically. Yeah. How is a clone made? So, for I mean, to give you an example, Dolly, the the cloned sheep. It required, I think, 150 failed experiments to come up with one successful fertilization. Okay. Um, Indians cloned um, a cow. They named Ganga just two weeks ago. Um, of course, that was 20 years after Dolly. But human embryos, I mean, the embryos, there were reports that in China, they've already started doing it. That's why stringent regulatory means are there. But sooner or later, these regulations never help, right? I mean, you know, uh, you always find people... Uh, nuclear uh, science is one example. You use it for good purposes, you used it for bad purposes. Science, that's the thing with science. You can always use it. You can always, there's always a crossroad. 
you can always go people will as a country as a nation will take you in the other direction you can't do anything about what's it. the point of cloning so you will always find justification and rationalization for example i i can give you five or six points immediately if you get to know uh, so the moment you are pregnant you can take a little bit of uh, biopsy or some fluid of the the growing embryo or infant or something find out he is going to suffer or he is going to suffer from this genetic disease or he will be blind you do crispr cas9 you remove that you know thing so you you get a clone which is not going to be suffering a disease okay. so you will always find justification as in you that. kill the original baby you transform it genetically engineer it okay yeah one second i thought cloning was if they take a cell from my body yeah in 2093 when i'm 100 years old and i die yeah maybe my family wants to have me in their life again right so they can clone me and have a new version like my grandkids can then raise <laughs> me as it's a fucked up mind <laughs> speaking on this podcast but i would always assume that that's the application of cloning for example people are attached to their pets but i ask you a very eerie question sure how do you know that i mean this is basically almost like descartes uh, uh, you know descartes uh, said i think therefore i am because he asked a very simple question how do i uh, know that this whole world is a dream how do i so that's why i said i think therefore i exist mm. but how do i know that you're not already from the previous world am i already a clone uh, yeah i mean you know maybe but let me tell you kind of look chinese a little <laughs> bit <laughs> <laughs> but you know some really uh, breathtaking research happened in very prestigious peer review journals they that the memories are encoded in your dna your dna is carrying the memory of your ancestors at mm. least in animals they proved it in i think hamster if it is true for humans as well that there is a certain sequence of dna that is coding for the memory that your great 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 grandfather had mm. isn't that unbelievable mm. you know there's mm. a video game made about this like oh, really? it's called assassin's creed same concept i see they find an a guy of italian origin in america okay put make him sit in a machine yeah. and then you can access his memories of his ancestors who were part of a assassins guild I 500 see. years ago oh, in leonardo da vinci's time truth for an for a hamster it is true and mm. it is so unsettling why is it unsettling because as my grandmother at least told me story that you know one infant was born i mean one baby was born and after 6 months she told the location wahan pe sone matke mein bhara pada hai wahan pe jao udhar jao 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 usko kaise pata chala mm. is that because she was carrying the memory if you are carrying the memory of your ancestor it's a to code a memory which is very which is abstract right i mean can you define what memory is visual plus sound plus hormonal what is it stored as you know bits and bytes like i'm thinking as an engineer you right but i mean where are those bits and bytes how are they it's like uh, the thought there is no physicality that we associate to the thought right it's not brick and mortar so that thought obviously the thought exists in my mind as what electrical signals correct now if i were to say that that thought also existed as a a physical entity which is a string of bases mm. that's unbelievable 
that means when science progresses enough you'll be able to access totally visuals from yes. 300 years ago not only visuals but coded visuals mm. i mean there's like atgc atgc ccc atgc you know your 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 great 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 grandfather uh, was smoking cannabis <laughs> Why did you pick that example on so my mom's watching No I'm kidding It's her great great grandfather so exactly so you can say why are you blaming just me blame everyone down the line mm, this is why the progress of science is so interesting yeah because there's so many mysteries to unlock yes uh and also you know this thing about energy we are going to solve it very soon uh, you know i mean one way or the other we are not going to need thermal energy anymore coal uh, and i i think one of the reasons why you have this race to go to the moon is i forget you you have the the lunar uh, dust or the the surface you can actually access energy that would be sufficient for the next 100 years on earth mm. uh, i think uh, helium something that A- helium 3 helium 3 isn't it yeah, yeah. so uh, basically moon has been taking all that uh, or uh, three uh, the the radiation from the sun helping us but you know all that uh, lunar surface is rich with that energy source mm. so if you mine that you know you don't but i think we don't even need to go that far off we have some uh, some new thing science would come up with that we wouldn't i mean cold fusion of course is is not yet a reality mm. but very quickly we would get to something Yeah. I want to take you back a little bit to cloning again. Yes. Like I would assume that one very simple application of cloning is that you're attached to your dog, your yeah. dog becomes old, he's yeah. about to die. Yeah. You can clone him after he passes away and you can have yes. the exact same dog. Yes. Same behavior, same personality. But this is the beauty of it. You see, your your association with that dog is not just based on the physical appearance of that dog. It is the experiences you've had together. Mm. The love you know love is not just when you see the baby of course if it's your baby you love it but love grows what does that mean you know it mm. means that every association every act of that baby or that dog or the person you are associated with that kind of brings a composite picture of your endearment towards that so when you clone a dog it would be like on day 0 would you be in love with that day zero dog mm. Compa- or would you love that day zero dog as much as that day 200 dog or whatever that died it's a fascinating question because his previous versions memories are stored in his new versions dna <laughs> that is there but he might not have the same experiences as the previous version has mm. uh, uh you know i mean of course there is epigenetic thing and there is a lot of environmental factors that uh, you know dictate how uh, society not only not just society's progresses but cells progress um what's the point of cloning human beings could you turn them into slaves yes that's the when you were talking about the wrong side of cloning that's yeah. this is what you meant yes so for example especially if you get pissed off with someone army of army of people zombies zombies yeah but then again i mean aren't there enough already army of zombies uh-huh. i mean i am from jnu for heaven's sake no but uh, sorry i was on lighter note <laughs> the, the fact of the matter is that i i think robotics will supersede that requirement 
Uh, see with with robots and uh, you've seen those amazing clips of I think is it Boston Robotics that mm. comes up with these real life looking human looking yeah. bloody robots that are doing all sorts of crazy things you know everyone's going to have one in the house oh my in god so in 10 15 years time you would have actually you would have robots that are more powerful physically more stronger than humans mm. so when you talk of needing uh, to clone humans to get an army you would have robots doing the same thing so probably there was so much effort money energy put into learning more about cloning for yeah. again genetic modification which is the actual goal see cloning i mean cloning humans is not so much a requirement as cloning for the purposes of drug discovery so we do cloning all the time every day we are doing cloning of bacteria okay you know so we are cloning genes we are cloning back we are finding new species of bacteria all that is happening right now as we speak in my lab in every lab gotcha so that's that is the part of cloning that is has useful. application yeah okay do you want to talk a little bit about stem cells because i've only had health coaches come on and talk okay. about how they discovered stem cell treatment um and it helped their bodies etc it's also extremely expensive and slightly painful right would you like to begin in terms of the application first and then explain the science So I I'm ab- absolutely not well versed with this okay, okay. Uh, stem cell at all okay. except for the fact that I know just a little bit about the amazing discovery of my colleague professor Gobardhan Das that for many time he's an immunologist and he works on tuberculosis and the thing about tb is that you might think that you don't have tuberculosis but if you have some other infection 20 30 years down the line pneumonia or something suddenly you find you have tuberculosis as well so the damn thing hides inside you Mm. you know and it is hiding inside you me most indians as we speak we have tb except that it is in the granuloma it's very calcified it will not break up and come out and erupt till such time that your immunity is decreased most of the people who died of aids actually died of tuberculosis so they had hiv their immunity was lowered and their existing tuberculosis just came out and they died of tb So what he's found is that one of the reasons and the secrets how TB manages to hide inside your bone marrow is it recruits stem cells and it goes and hides inside. Them. What are stem cells? So stem cells are the progenitor cells from where all the other cells come from. So these are called mesenchymal stem cells. That's the uh, the limit of my knowledge about okay. them. So I As apologize for they can turn into any kind of yes, cells. Yes, that is what stem cell is. Yes, I know that they're in baby's umbilical cords. Yes, so I mean basically anything is the progenitor is the stem cell. So you have eye cells, ear cells, brain cells. Everything will emanate from that. Which is why in the future, red blood cells also. In fact, they're progenitor red blood cells that have the normally red blood cell doesn't have the nucleus and RNA DNA, right? Mm. So these ones have that as well. Okay, and that's why they're used in biohacking for repair, healing, recovery. Yeah, I'm so assuming there is this thing about uh, using stem cells to cure. Uh, I think uh, uh, people. who were who had debilitating spinal injuries or you know who could not walk or who were who were paralyzed and all so there were some experiments done but i am not uh, aware of the latest i think aims had come up with something I, so i would have to go back and check on that yeah acha yeah okay we're almost at the end of the episode is there any other science fiction oriented conversation that comes up in your life and that the world should know about a lot more 
So my personal, I confess after having this uh, hour long podcast is that I'm not a fan of science fiction. <laughs> <laughs> because it's too wild? Because I deal with science facts. Mm. So science fiction sounds, I mean, ironically to say this, science fiction sounds fictional to me. I don't want science to be fictional. Uh, and I think um, I I do like a little bit of disaster fiction as far as science is concerned. Uh, like, you know, you have those films where something goes awry and, you know, something goes wrong and then there's someone who corrects it and all that stuff. Dinosaur, for example, uh, Jurassic Park. I mm. love that. Mm. Mm. That kind of science fiction, which is quite believable. Quite believable. Will clones make Jurassic Park a reality? So, uh, I mean... It's absolutely doable. Like you can actually have Jurassic Park done now. Yes. Yes. Science fiction. Yeah. That, so that's the kind of science fiction. I, because So for example, polio. Polio virus was recreated in the lab. They simply synthesized the, the virus uh, RNA. Okay. Now, is that science fiction? No, because it is fact. Okay. They do it. Can you bring back dinosaurs to life? Yes. What would be the scientific process? But the problem with there is that you need a kind of a carrier. So you can have the dinosaur DNA, but that dinosaur DNA has to be in an egg, dinosaur egg. Mm. That has to then supply it with nutrients. So unless you can have a kind of a chamber, like a womb, if you have a womb that can take in a, a human cell, uh, I mean, why do we require wombs after you have in vitro fertilization? Why, why isn't an oven just enough? Mm. Because, I mean, you can't have a human being without, uh, I mean, coming from an oven, right? Mm. You need the womb. Mm. So it's not enough to have the dinosaur genome. I'm sure J. Sai Deepak was born in an oven. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Bad joke. Go on. It's full of fire. Fiery. Anyway, go on. Yeah. So uh, pizza and J. Sai Deepak. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, you can have the, you can reconstruct the dinosaur genome. Totally. Okay. Uh, I the question is, would if you were to put the dinosaur genome in uh, a lizard, this thing, they're, they're like related. Did that not happen with the, in Jurassic Park? I can't remember. I mean, dinosaur eggs, dinosaur, they're very small to begin with, right? So, uh, I, I think in Jurassic Park, they've shown the oven version of things. Really? If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Uh, but I know that they're bringing mammoths back to life. Right. By the same process that we spoke about. And the carrier is modern day elephants. Like modern okay. day female elephants. Right. Right. So, right, right. because they well, there is this liger, right? Yeah. Lion and tiger cover. Yeah. Yeah. But the yeah. movie didn't do very well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But, but in reality, there is a progeny. Like you have a mule, horse and an ass. Uh, I think tiger and lion can mate as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think that is what these modern-day ligers are. And those ligers are huge. Massive, scary. The muscular, yeah. I've seen a tweet of yeah. a liger. They also have problems because of their size. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, ligers are present in zoos and I think okay. they're sterile. They can't reproduce. Oh. I believe so. I might I be see. wrong about that, but most of these crossbreeds are yeah. sterile. But who was the liger in this movie? Uh, I, I don't Jackie, uh, Tiger Shroff? No, I can't remember. Vijay, Vijay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> I forgot what we were talking Dinosaur about. Dinosaur and mammoths. Uh, ma uh, yes, that's right. Maybe, maybe using stem cells, you create a dinosaur womb because it's a 
precursor to any kind of cell and then okay so you want to clone humans <laughs> you want dinosaurs back you <laughs> you want yogi you you want yogi adityanath as a prime minister and dinosaurs and cloned humans are roaming the earth is that this is why i love these conversations <laughs> all right yeah. ar sir that's it that Fantastic. was today's thank you very much oriented discussion totally enjoyable no i've learned so much i'm glad like you know only when it's people like yourself that i feature on the science podcast do people listen to conversations <laughs> about <laughs> science so god bless abhijit chavda and yourself <laughs> <laughs> that's what i will say fantastic thank you sir all i want to say is looking forward to speaking to you again this is not Absolutely. the last time we're meeting real pleasure not like the last time at all and like you must also. visit jnu i'll I arrange the visa for you i will about that yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> no it was great uh, learning from you and if i'm Likewise. ever going to build a jurassic park <laughs> of my own i will get in touch with you so anand sir Fantastic. appreciate it thank, thank you, you so sir. much thank you so that was the episode for today personally i feel like this whole year for me going ahead from october 2023 till probably the end of next year it's going to be about celebrating indian scientists and the world of science in general so please send in your guest recommendations be it indian scientists or scientists from abroad i intend on probably doing a few america trips maybe a few europe trips so if you have guest recommendations let me know and we will see you on trs very soon